Welcome to Scats Chats, your destination for inspiration. Each episode, I chat with mental health professionals and everyday people just like you and me to talk about various wellness topics and the human experience. Get ready to feel inspired with another episode of... Hi, welcome back to Scats Chats. I'm your host, Sarah Katz, and thank you so much for taking time out of your day to come and check out this episode. I'm really excited that you're here. So today I'm talking to my friend Savannah. Now, Savannah and I grew up together. We were pretty much, I guess, friends since day one, right? We were neighbors. We grew up together. We did lose touch for a little bit, but we recently reconnected, and she's been traveling the world. She found the love of her life, and she's living the life that she dreamed of. And her traveling story and her love story are just so inspiring and almost kind of sound like a fairy tale, but in all honesty, if you think about it, you can really create the reality that you want. You can make your life how you want it to be. And that's what's so inspiring about Savannah's story and about her life thus far. And I guarantee that you will learn something and take something away from this chat. And honestly, I didn't know a lot about travel. And she really breaks down traveling as well and how it can really be possible for you. So I'm so excited for you to listen to this chat. We really get into it. And we kind of bring up some memories from our childhood, which is kind of fun too. So before we get into that chat, we do have merch. We have a hat and a sticker if you want to go to scatschats.com. That supports the production and promotion of this show. So we'd really appreciate if you go check out our merch. And look at how cute these stickers are. I mean, am I right? You can literally, look, put it on your water bottle. Super cute. Love it. So you can go check that out, www.scatschats.com. And we're on pretty much every social media platform. If you want to go give us a follow, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, YouTube as well. Hey, if you're watching on YouTube, you could see my face. Yay. So exciting. You could just look us up at Scats Chats. And also, we would love your feedback. We're honestly looking for ways to improve this podcast. So if you want to write us a review on Apple Podcasts, you can do so. Or you can even leave us a comment down below on this YouTube video. So all those ways to support us, we would love it. And we appreciate you so much. Now let's get into this chat. I'm so excited. So I hope you enjoy my chat with my longtime friend, Savannah, and really learn something from this conversation. Hey, Savannah, thanks for coming on. It's been a long time. Um, I want our listeners to know that we actually kind of grew up together. We were neighbors. Um, and yeah. that was kind of a fun experience growing up. Like, do you remember a lot about it? Just oh, like, yeah. I, don't know, I mean, we go, we, go, we go way back. I know. Um, there was a period, we had like a period of time where we didn't really see each other, like when we were going to school and stuff. Mm -hmm. And when I moved away and went to college. Um, but yeah, I have so many memories of just like game nights at your parents' uh -huh. house and like same with our, same at my house, like, and pool parties over at Sharon's house yes. and we would like have our birthdays there sometimes. It was good times. Yeah. I remember, I think I like some like distinct memories. I remember one time we were like in, I don't know if it was your parents' bedroom or one of your bedrooms, but we were watching Hairspray together, like Hairspray, the, the movie. 
I think it was the original one, not like the remade version. And then we were in your room and you were like, we were like singing Avril Lavigne songs together. Like those are the two like specific <laughs> like, memories it. that I have. Yeah. So funny. I love that. Yeah. But yeah. So, I mean, I know, yeah, you were traveling, which we'll get into, which I, you know, totally want to hear more about, but you know, you went to college and stuff like that. So we recently kind of reconnected on social media and it's been great. Um, I appreciate you also, you know, being a fan of the podcast and things like that, being, you know, super supportive of that. So that's always nice. And it's nice to always like reconnect with someone who, you know, you've known in your childhood and then kind of like see, you know, where each other is at now and, and stuff like that. So exactly. Like, it's awesome to see um kind of what route you went down and what route I went down where mm -hmm. we came from such similar places and yeah. like during that time apart we both grew into ourselves so much and so when I saw you started this podcast I remember listening to it and literally I was sitting here with my I think I was listening to it with my husband and I was like she has such a great voice for a podcast like oh. the first episode I heard I was like I'm so happy that you're doing this because you rock it thanks I appreciate that yeah I mean well I think the first couple episodes were a little slow. I was trying to like get my bearings on like, what am I doing here? But um, I think, yeah, I've kind of grown into it and it's just, it's fun. It's fun to do. Um, and, you know, like I, I think everyone kind of has like their like passion project or like their kind of baby, if that makes sense. So I feel like this is my baby, but um, I appreciate you and your husband listening to that. And speaking of your husband, I know we'll get into that too. It's so exciting. Um, <laughs> but I did want to start off with like, the whole traveling thing, because I know you've been to like several different countries. And as a young person, I think like young people want to travel, but to me, I guess in reality, like I would love to, but it seems so unrealistic. Like to me, like traveling means cha-ching, like you have to have money. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So like, I want to start off with like, how did you do that? How did you, like, what made you want to start to travel and how did you, I guess, do it pretty much yeah absolutely there's a huge kind of misconception around traveling that it has to be expensive and mm -hmm. it's hard to do it on a budget but I went traveling right when I finished college and what happened was is that in my senior year of college I wanted to go solo traveling mm -hmm. I just wanted to go somewhere by myself and kind of find my own independence that way and um I was feverishly Googling safe places for women to travel alone. Mm -hmm. And somehow I came across New Zealand um, and I was talking to my roommate about it at the time. And I said, I'm going to go to New Zealand for two weeks um, and I want to go alone. But she was like, that's awesome. I said, okay, well, I would like to go alone, but if you want to come, I would allow you to come. Mm -hmm. So she ended up coming with me and we went to New Zealand for two weeks. And while I was there, I just had my mind blown. And I said to myself while I was in New Zealand that I wasn't done in, I wasn't done there. And I really wanted to go back and spend a month, three months, however long I could in that country, because something just spoke to me there in my heart. And I was like, I belong here. I have to come back. So I went back home after that holiday trip and I finished my last year of school and I started um, finding out how I could move there essentially. And I came across working holiday visas and basically that means that um, when countries have reciprocal travel rights with each other, for example, the United States and New Zealand or Australia, um, they want to encourage their citizens to 
go and travel to those places and then live and work there because it's just good for each other's economies and yada yada. Mm -hmm. So I found this visa and it was actually free to apply. Usually like these visas are $500 or something. They can be quite expensive, but the one to New Zealand was free for Americans, or at least it was for me at that time. So I just applied for a working holiday visa and that just allows me to work in the country legally for six months and then also travel for six months. So they encourage you to use the money that you're making in that country and spend it on your travels there. So it does obviously does help to have a certain amount of money. You do have to prove that you have substantial income to help you live while Mm -hmm. you're there. You can't just like go with no money. Yeah. But I think, I think I took maybe $10,000 with me. Like I didn't, I didn't have all like a whole lot of money. I think I, I think I went with $10,000 and then I like recklessly spent, I bought a car, I bought like (laughs) all these different things. And I still had more than enough money by the time I started working. I think I traveled the country for two months by myself um, when I eventually moved there. Um, And I had no issues. And then I kind of just was traveling, trying to find a place where I felt like I belonged. And I stumbled upon, I stumbled upon um, Wanaka. And this was like a little tiny lake town in Mm. the South Island. And it was just the most beautiful place. I remember I hitchhiked there because I had no like friends or ways to get there. Buses were expensive. So I was just like, it's super safe to hitchhike there. So I just hitchhiked (laughs) all the way, like six hours down and it was pouring rain I couldn't even see what the place looked like when I arrived and then the next morning it was just beautiful cloudless sky the lake was this like teal blue color Mm. it was gorgeous and um and that's actually where I ended up meeting my husband so um, yeah we like I lived there for eight months I was a cocktail bartender I worked for accommodation because it was really hard for me to find um a house, a place to live when I first arrived. So I went to a hostel and I worked for accommodation so I could live for free. And then I made money as a bartender. I remember, um, you were posting like, like these, like, uh, like bartending, like mixology videos on Facebook for a while. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Was that like a couple of years ago? Bartending with Sam. Yes. Yes. I remember. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. Yeah, I did that during lockdown because mm-hmm. I was so bored and I, I was just like, well, if I'm going <laughs> to, maybe I'll get famous from these bartending videos and this will be a bit more interesting. No, but it yeah. was really, it was just a fun way to pass the time, but it was like the best experience ever um, living in New Zealand. We, all of the people that are backpackers there, they're super close. Um, it's a very tight knit community of travelers over there. And that's how my husband and I met because um we actually had a lot of friends in common and we worked at both of the same places not like with each other he Mm -hmm. was cleaning the bar that I worked at and I was a housekeeper at the bar that he worked at okay so there's kind of like similar yeah like overlap we were just like yeah we were just like intersecting here and there and eventually we kind of like made common connection and um yeah, you know, the rest is history. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I definitely want to, you know, talk more of that too, but I think that like in terms of the travel, like I had no idea about all that visa, you know, information. Um, so I I think it really is kind of depending on like whether the person really wants to re- like do their research 
because I mean, like, like I said, I just think of like traveling as like, you need to have a bunch of money, but, uh, which is true, I guess in some point. Right. But there's ways to work around it that maybe people don't really think of if, if they really want yeah, to do this. Yeah. The, the working for accommodation is huge. Mm -hmm. Um, so many, uh, there's been a lot of people that have come to me and asked like how, because first of all, I meant to be gone for one year and I ended up being gone for three because, mm -hmm. you know, you get the travel bug and then you can't stop and then right. I fell in love and then a pandemic happened and yeah, but so many people have asked me how I managed to, um, support myself for that whole time when I literally left the United States with $10,000 and um, working for accommodation is huge. Having a working holiday visa is so helpful. But there's also this thing that I um, participated in in New Zealand called Woof. Have you heard of it? Um, probably not. I've, I've heard of the, the office version of Woof. That's the only thing that I know what Woof is. <laughs> okay, office um, reference. Never mind. Yeah, okay, okay. So it's like... Um, W-W-O-O-F. I think it's Willing Workers on Organic Farms. Okay. And it's basically like a work for accommodation, but for, um, it's like this giant platform where people that own farms, homesteads, um, and certain things, they can post that they need help and that they need workers. Mm -hmm. And they'll say, I need someone who can work three hours a day, five days a week in exchange. I'll give you room and board and and then in your free time, you can go and explore. If you have your own car, you can just explore the country or the area. There's tons to do. And it's a really awesome experience because it's quite mutually beneficial. And you are working for the place that you're sleeping. Mm -hmm. um, and I love that. I did that for a short period of time. It was a little bit difficult for me to do in New Zealand, although I had the intention of doing it when I went because New Zealand is full, um, their main industry is cattle farming and dairy farming. And I went there as a vegan, <laughs> not yeah, really thinking. I was going to say, right. like, <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I didn't really think that through, but I'm, work I'm searching, out. yeah, I'm searching for all these places to stay. And it's like, please, no vegans, we're a beef farm. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> so that was a little bit hard, but Woof in itself um, is all over the world. You can do it anywhere in the world and you just pay for like a small membership fee so mm -hmm. that you can access on um, the like posting forums and then you can contact them directly and set up a time for you to stay and work for them and that's super that's a really fun experience if you want to go traveling and you have if, if you're there for an extended period of time mm -hmm. yeah um another thing uh, that's helpful learning I think going traveling for such a long period of time, you kind of have to under, you have to come to terms with the fact that like you're leaving your entire life behind. Um, and you really have to live with just your bare necessities a little bit. Um, and so to travel with only a backpack, for example, I had like a 70 liter backpack. You mm -hmm reduce costs on things like planes and trains if you don't have a lot of luggage that's mm. really helpful um and just like you know you're not going shopping all the time mm. and you I would have an issue with that because I like to go shopping all the time <laughs> but oh, yeah, yeah it's true I, yeah when I got home but when I got home from traveling abroad I was like oh my gosh I can have a full wardrobe now <laughs> this is awesome <laughs> instead of like what like 
I mean, how many like shirts did you have at first? Like let's three, see, like, five. I don't know. Uh, I wrote a we Christian and I we wrote a blog post. Actually, we started like a travel blog while we were living abroad, and we mm -hmm. we created like the perfect traveling checklist. And so mm. it was something like two pairs of pants, maybe three pairs of shorts or four pairs of shorts, maybe eight shirts. Um, and something nice that you could wear, maybe a nice dress for an evening out. Um, and then I had a pair of hiking shoes and a pair of regular shoes, um, like a ba one bathing suit and, oh gosh, like maybe a rain jacket and a light jacket. Mm, okay, so the bare I, essentials. Bare minimum, But yeah. that's, that's kind of a lot too, I mean, if you think about it, because... Like, you know, rain jacket, like, you never know where you're going to be with the climate. Or, mm -hmm. yeah, that makes sense. But I would love to, like, get a link to that and, like, share it with the the listeners. Because I feel like if someone wants to travel, like, they might find that interesting or helpful. Yeah, absolutely. The, the travel blog that I wrote, um, it's actually called borntobackpack.com with the number two. Okay. Um, and... Why I started it while we were traveling in Southeast Asia, and I wanted to use it as a opportunity to highlight stories about my travels that weren't showing up on my Instagram feed. Mm -hmm. And there were some really cool experiences that I I had that are you're not going to write it in an Instagram caption. There were people that I met and things that I saw that I wanted people to see. This isn't just this isn't your standard travel of like just going to see the big cities and the tourist attractions. Like we went off the beaten path and we really wanted to, when we went to con different countries, we wanted to see the real side of it. And like we, we stayed with locals in Southeast Asia and we stayed at their homes and we went like to tiny villages in the mountains of Vietnam and all these super cool things. And that's kind of what I wanted to highlight on that, as well as provide tips for people who are interested in traveling on a budget. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fantastic. That And what is it called again? Because I want to remember. It's called it. born to backpack born to with the, with the two, right? With the number two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We can link it. Yeah. I'm going to write that down just in case. How cute. I love that name. I mean, it's so creative. <laughs> Thank you. So cute. And so, you know, I think that like, um, I think that traveling the world in a sense gives you a better understanding of not only just different cultures, but it kind of helps to realize that we're all kind of connected in a way, I'm sure. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, what did you learn absolutely. from all that? <sighs> the biggest thing that I learned from traveling was that I'm capable of anything. Mm -hmm. And being like we we grew up in very in similar places, and our our experiences, while they are not the same, we can you can probably understand that. Like I was very much a homebody. I was sheltered in some ways, and I never fully believed that like I had the guts to go out and do what I wanted, and leaving to move abroad was the scariest thing that I have ever done in my life and traveling by myself I traveled by myself in Costa Rica and in New Zealand before I met anyone and there were times where I said to my my husband after I had met him 
he gave me so much courage to to do all of these things but it ultimately I said to him like if we weren't together for any reason like we were no longer together I would be okay living abroad by myself mm. I would be fine I know that I can do anything after doing mm. this because I've already done it and I also learned that anyone can completely change their life in a different country because we met I met people that were like really really well educated people from uh, some of my friends in South America I had a we had a friend who was a, a well-educated lawyer from South America and she was and she was fed up with what her life was and she decided to move to Australia and so she was working in the kitchen with my husband and it just showed that we can all hmm, how should I put this <laughs> we can all make anything of our life right and these fake ideas of borders that we're told like oh these these borders are what's separating us and creating these separate nations no 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 like we can go anywhere we want if we would like to and if we would like to change our life that way and so I met so many incredible people and made so many beautiful friends that were from every corner of this world people that I had never people from countries that I have never met before in my life. And I'm from Los Angeles, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, it was just incredible to me to see all of these people that we became friends with. We all had one common dream and that was to explore and find ourselves in that journey. And I thought, I think that that made a really beautiful community of all of us travelers while we were living abroad. That is fantastic. And yeah, I, I think, you know, also, too, we're on Zoom right now. We're recording this on Zoom, which, you know, I think a lot of us were kind of, oh, Zoom meetings, whatever. But Zoom also, if you are unable to, for whatever reason, to travel, you can communicate with anybody anywhere. Like, it's 10.23 in the morning over here. It's 7.23 p.m. in Denmark right now where you are. And yeah. I think that's also kind of a beautiful thing, too, is that we have the technology as well to to communicate with with people from all over. And obviously it's not the same as being in person. And I would love to go to Europe one day. I, the only place, the only different countries that I've been to are Canada and Mexico. So I feel like I'm, I'm sheltered oh, in a way. I haven't been to either of those. So you got me beat there. <laughs> <laughs> but you've gotten to like, you know, and I'm thinking like the plane rides too, just like over water for like, I don't know. See, to me still, it's so like unfathomable, but like you are like, you know, living proof as a young person too which I think you know is is telling as well that like it is possible and like you said you can change your life if you want to and like you said with the borders I think some people may think that they have a border on their own life and maybe they can't change they really want to do something but they're unable to but sometimes I think every day like I can truly do whatever I want now that I'm an adult and you know I I have free will if you will, over my choices and, and how I want to live my life. Yeah, absolutely. I think like having that vision for your life is so important. And I mean, it, it gets old preaching, but like we can have anything that we want. Mm -hmm. Our life can be anything that we want. I was just telling Christian yesterday when we were taking a walk and I said, sometimes it blows my mind that I wake up and I realize 
that I'm living the life I always wanted for myself. I always wanted to live in, in another country. I wanted to, mm. while I was in college, I wanted to study abroad and go to Germany, which I never ended up doing. But I have for so long, I have had this dream to live in another country. And like, it's not simple, but if you have that vision for, for yourself and your goals and your dreams, you find a way to make that happen. And no matter how hard it is, or even how scary it is, if you're willing to take that leap and say, I'm willing to take the risk for my dream, then it's already yours. Yeah, fantastic. And I think too, like, well, let me ask this, I guess, did you ever create like, before you traveled, like vision boards of like living in a different country or I don't know, just kind of like, did you like manifest it in a way? Because I feel like I have, you can't see it right now, but I have a vision board of like how I want to, like my future quote unquote to be like. So like, did you ever make like vision boards or, you know, things like that, I guess, to kind of manifest it? So I haven't, I didn't start creating vision boards until like maybe a couple of years ago or maybe a year ago. I'm not sure. Um, mm -hmm. It's quite new for me. But prior to that, I've always been a big journaler mm -hmm. and I had like documents upon documents of like places that I wanted to visit. I remember I had a Excel spreadsheet of all of these places that I wanted to travel to. And then I looked up flight costs to all of those places from <laughs> Los Angeles. And I said, I told my mom that I was going to go to one place every single year and check them off of my, my list mm -hmm. because I had all of the prices in front of me and I knew like approximately what that budget should be. And, um, and that's when I started thinking about, oh, why don't I just go, why don't I start with my graduation gift and I will just go travel as my own uh, graduation gift to myself. And so it's kind of, for me, it's always been about putting my goals to paper because when I'm looking at it and I'm actively um, like writing about it, creating about it, it helps, it helps my mindset always be thinking about how to, how to essentially manifest it and bring it into my life. Um, and yeah, now I use mood boards and mm -hmm. all of the, all of that. Yeah. I think, um, I mean, I, I do remember that you were really into reading as well, like when we were younger and I think you were kind of in the middle of writing like a story, like a novel. Oh my God, I was probably writing a book. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I think, think I already, was, yeah, I yeah, think I was. Yeah, that you, you were, well, you know what? Now you could write a book about all your travels if you wanted I, to. So I have had that, I've had that conversation with quite a few people and I'm like, I think I'm going to write a book one day. I don't have the idea yet, but it's very appealing to me writing a book about my travels and just some of the things that I've experienced. Yeah. I mean, why not? I think maybe it should be, well, I'm, I'm not trying to put, you know, ideas in your head, but like just about what we're talking now, I think is, is inspiring as like a young woman in her twenties going out and traveling by herself, because even with that whole thing, like as I can get down the rabbit hole, but like as a young woman, you know, by yourself is, is scary in itself. So I think that that that's like I said, just inspiring. Uh, e either way, to just the real the the fact that you have traveled by yourself as a young woman. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And like I would do it all over again. I wish. Yeah. Um, my only my hope for like sharing my story and my travels and what I've learned with other people is to inspire other people to to just go and do it because they're sure there's always going to be a better time 
mm-hmm. where all of your ducks are in a row and you have like all this and that and this and that, but like, just do it, just do it. And you will not regret it because traveling, first of all, it teaches you to go with the flow. And I learned that because things were constantly going wrong. Um, I would like miss my boats to certain Mm. islands or like luggage got wrecked and like, excuse me, but shit happens. Yeah. And it just traveling kind of like put that into my head that I was so afraid of all of these things happening because it's like, oh, if something happens, like it's the end of the world. What am I going to do? My whole trip is ruined. Mm -hmm. And I just learned like, okay, to roll with it. If anything, it just like brought me out of my shell and taught me to relax a bit more. (laughs) I love that because I know for me, like, I guess I would say I'm a perfectionist, but I do like to have things like planned out to the T, you know, and I'm trying to get out of this, of this uh, shell, like you said, of kind of like fear if things don't go the way that you plan. But that is so important, like in life to roll with the punches. And I kind of think of it this way. I'm like, what's the worst thing that can happen to you if you do travel? I mean, the worst thing could be that you somehow get killed, which I mean, we could be killed there's a chance that we could be killed every single day. Like that's, that's, there's no difference there. Right. But the fact is like, if you do get out of that shell, get out of your comfort zone and do the thing that you really want to do, you can see that you can do anything. It's, I'm sure it feels so empowering for you. Yeah, absolutely. It does. Yeah. That's amazing. And now I want to get to Christian because I kind of want to know, you know, the details. So I know you said you guys have worked together, but like, how did you, and of course, share as much or as little as you want, it's up to you. But how did you, I guess, like, realize that you guys had like a spark for each other? Mm -hmm. Um, So I had a big crush on him when I saw him working because I was living at the hostel and my window to the hostel actually looked down into the beer garden of the Mm -hmm. bar that he worked at and so I'd be like getting ready in my and and obviously everyone that worked at the hostel we all went down and and drank at the bar and we all hung out together it was very communal and so I'd be like oh is Christian working tonight I'm like looking down the window (laughs) and I see him out there like bringing beers out to guests I'm like I was like I'm gonna go out and hang out with him tonight I would literally be um, the same exact way (laughs) yeah that's so funny so it was definitely I think it was me that put the moves on first um but we there was a very interesting connection between the two of us because I was actually um like kind of seeing someone else at the uh, like casually seeing someone else and I was venting to him about problems that I was having with this Mm -hmm. other guy and um he was super sweet and I ordered a burger and he like hand personally came out and delivered me a burger and the the bun had a little smiley face and a heart on it and then I um and I was like oh oh I think I think tonight's the night I'm gonna I'm gonna ask him out you know (laughs) and so we we spent a lot of time together that evening um and 
we just it just kind of like naturally evolved into us spending more time together and um i we started dating like pretty quickly um after i kind of professed my feelings for him and i was i ended up funny story i ended up getting fired from the hostel because i'm a horrible housekeeper apparently okay <laughs> um and so i was living in my van for a brief period of time after we had started dating and he felt bad for me that I was going every single night to go live in my my sad little van and he said why don't you just come and stay over just like it's fine it's fine stay at my house and then I never left <laughs> oh well there you go right I mean that's that's a <laughs> good segue <laughs> oh, like a roof over my head like a nice bed like I'm never leaving <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. but um the biggest thing I think in our relationship with each other um, and like the progression of that was I, when I was in New Zealand, I knew that I wasn't done traveling. I wanted to find a way to continue traveling and see how I was going to do that. And he talked to me about his plans for travels. He wanted to go to Southeast Asia. He wanted to go to Australia. And so one day I just, we were at a restaurant having a beer and I said so what's next like what's after this and he said what do you mean and and I said well like after New Zealand are what are we what, what's next for us and I just kind of realized that he was this person that wanted to be with me and he wanted to do the things that I wanted to do which was travel the world and I in my head I was like this would be so stupid to say like, well, this was fun. Nice meeting you. I'm going to go home now. You're going to go back to Denmark. Like, mm -hmm. I wish you the best. And like, I just couldn't let that go. I wasn't happy saying goodbye to him. So I just kind of like, again, forced my way in there. And I was like, <laughs> so what's next? And I think um, he liked me enough to just roll with it for as long as, as long as it would roll. And, and then we became married. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And your, yeah, your but, wedding was was very recent. It was like last week, right? Yeah, it was last Saturday. Yeah. How did that go? I saw pictures and it looked like a beautiful ceremony. And, and how have both of your like families, I guess, you know, kind of gotten along? How was that all experience? It was so awesome. It was a, a very cute, intimate garden wedding. Um, and we, we just went to the city hall and we got married at city hall. And then we had a really nice party at his parents' house. Um, and <clears throat> my parents, like our families got along splendidly. It was so beautiful. And his whole family speaks English, except for his mom, who mm -hmm. speaks a bit of English, but not too much. There's a lot of translation going back and forth. Um, but it was, it was like our families had been friends for years and it yeah. was just, it, it very much felt like old friends coming together to celebrate love. And it was, it was just absolutely perfect to, you know, of course I was worried about how, if our families would understand each other in the sense of, you know, with language barriers and cultural differences, maybe people misunderstand each other and you don't intend for that, but I didn't know what was going to happen. Um, but it was just, everything was so perfect. Our parents loved each other and I'm hoping my parents come back to Denmark again sometime. That's fantastic. I love that. And I guess just another question that I had too was, I know you guys had met in New Zealand and, you know, you had that conversation of like, hey, what's next? But when did you, I guess, 
realize that, hey, this is the person for me. I'm going mm -hmm. to move to Denmark with this person. Um, <clears throat> it was probably after the pandemic. Um, so when the pandemic happened, we were living in Australia. We had just been living in Australia for, I think, three months, not, not even two months, maybe. And when the whole world was going into lockdown and all the countries were urging their citizens to come back home, we sat down and we had this conversation of, listen, uh, the United States is telling me to come home. Denmark is telling you to come home. What do we do? Do we, it, do we go home and say goodbye? We don't know when we'll see each other. We don't know if our relationship would last that time apart. Um, or do we do we choose to stay here together um, and try to make this work in Australia and just take a chance? Um, and we decided to stay in Australia and be together. Um, and I think that was a turning point in our relationship because we chose each other over everything else, over the security of going home. It would have been so much easier for us to go home. We would have had more financial support and family support and all of these other things, but we weren't together long enough where we thought that our relationship would survive all of that time apart. And mm -hmm. you know, we see how long the pandemic lasted. Like we would have been apart for potentially two years. We, there's no way we could have we could have sustained that. Um, and so while we were in Australia, we said, okay, <clears throat> we, we're running out of places where we can both have visas. Mm -hmm. So the, the next step is either him coming to the United States or me going to Denmark. Um, and so while we were in Australia, we decided that um, we wanted to get married and eventually try and move to Denmark because um, he wants to go back to school. So, and it's free here. Nice. Um, so we decided that we would come back, come to Denmark and um, stay here for as long as that will be. Maybe we'll move to the United States in the future, but um, yeah, that was, that was kind of the turning point for our, our relationship. I love it. Just two people in love traveling the world. It's like a fairy tale, right? Yeah. Just trying to find a way to make it work. Um, yeah. And it's hard. It's been so hard because of the countries that we are from, the process of me moving to Denmark is mm -hmm. so, so difficult and so, so expensive. But, um, you know, our our marriage was really the, the celebration of our union and like fighting for our union because we did have to spend a year apart. I was just living in the United States all last year and he was in Australia for part of it and he was in Denmark for part of it. Um, but we spent a year apart and, and, this wedding was celebrating that we got through that and despite everything um how difficult it has been to be together sometimes uh we we never gave up yeah that's that's a true testament of yeah a, a, a strong you know connection right there and i know that you've said on on uh, social media and stuff that like he's your prince and it's so cute i'm like oh my gosh so yeah my little danish prince <laughs> <laughs> yeah very sweet well i'm i'm so you know, happy for you. And I guess, obviously, like I mentioned before, we knew each other when we were younger and we, we can only hope that we live the life that we dream of for ourselves, but that may turn like our, our vision for our life when we we're younger may be different, obviously when things pan out to reality. But I mean, I would have never known that you would be you know, traveling the world and experiencing different countries. And I mean, did you, I know you said you wanted to, but 
Um, did you really think that like that would come to fruition for your for yourself? No, I had no idea. I had if if like 10, 12 year old Savannah looked at my life right now, she'd be like, what the hell? What? <laughs> what? Yeah. But like in, I did when I was leaving to move to New Zealand, I did whisper a silent manifestation to myself. And I was like, I really hope that I find a hot European man to marry. No joke. No hey. joke. There you go. <laughs> like, I was moving to New Zealand. I didn't say, like, I hope I find a New Zealand guy to marry. I was like, I hope I find myself a, a hot European man. <laughs> and then, like, four months later, boom, Christian in my life. I was like, whoop, I can't let this go. <laughs> I know. I mean, see, if you – and that goes to show, too, like, I, I need to get more to this practice. But if you talk to the universe or, you know, God or whoever your, your higher deity is, then things – would will work out for you and and if you just yeah. you know kind of uh affirm it pretty much then it's gonna come it's gonna come to you oh yeah absolutely the universe is listening <laughs> to everything literally everything <laughs> yeah that's so great yeah so i mean i guess to like sum it up too like what have you what have you learned i guess just i, I know we kind of talked about it before but to really understand that you can make the life for you want for yourself I have learned that living in basically doesn't matter where you are in the world it doesn't matter if you're in your hometown in your home country across the world life is the same right you're you can still live exactly the same life that you're living where you are but you can you can do it anywhere in the world and so many, a lot of times while I was living abroad some people were like oh my gosh you're you're living the dream your life it's just so perfect and like my life was far from perfect while I was li living abroad like some of the worst experiences of my life happened while I was living abroad mm -hmm. and it could have happened while I was living in the United States in California but it was just it was the same life that I had always been living for myself, just in a place where my heart wanted to be. And my heart no longer wanted to be in California. Didn't want to be in the United States at that time. And so I think the biggest part of all of this is realizing that you're, you don't need to change your entire life if that's not what you want. You can, you can just change an aspect of it. You can, you can go somewhere else. What, so many people now, because of the pandemic, we're lucky enough to be remote workers. So mm -hmm. many of us. And my, a big blessing for me is that I am a remote worker and I have a job with a company that, that is more than fine with me living across the world because I just work for my laptop. And mm -hmm. I guess I just want people to know that you can create a traveling lifestyle in the way that works for you because it looks different for everyone this was just my story and my avenue of travel and how I made it work for me but you can you can make it exactly the way that you want it if you want to just go for a few weeks and you can apply the same principles of traveling on a budget like I did for three years you can apply that to a two or three week holiday so that you can do multiple holidays throughout the year and like travel doesn't need to be this like expensive glamorous luxurious 
thing all the time. It's so nice to have that, but it doesn't, it doesn't have to be. If you truly value the experiences that you get from traveling, you can find a way to make it so that you, your whole life can be that. Yeah, there's, there's plenty of options out there. And I think even just from this conversation, like my mind has been expanded, you know, I did not know that there were so many different options and different like avenues that you could go with traveling, but the it's, it's possible. I do have one other point to make that I mm-hmm. just found out because I hit on the note of so many people being remote workers. And if anyone listening to this happens to be a remote worker, a lot of different countries have just created digital nomad visas as a response to the pandemic. And they are granting anywhere between one year and five years of a visa for people who are digital nomads and are able to work from um, anywhere in the world. So if you're a graphic designer, if you're a copywriter, if you're like someone working in um, like sales and create content creation, um, you can you can get a visa to someplace like Bali for five years. Like, like just search, if you're listening to this, search digital nomad visas, and there will become a list of different places that have just started this. And it's super, I want to go and do it. I'm like, it sounds fantastic. I'm, just, I'm yeah. planning my next travel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, and to that point too, again, it's like, do your research. Like you never know what's out there if you don't look and and seek it out too Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely yeah that's fantastic well i do want to mention also that you do have copywriting services so where can people find you first of all for the if they want to get some copywriting services so my copywriting services you can find me on instagram at savannah k copyright um savannah with two n's and an h um and um also my website is savannahclem.com that has my all my services um and then follow my my adventures around the world uh you can follow me on instagram at savannahkh perfect and i'll put all that in the the episode description as well so you know, people don't have to find out, oh, how do you spell that? And they have it just right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, perfect. <laughs> perfect. I know. Cause I'm always like, wait, am I spelling this thing correctly? But yeah. Yeah. Perfect. perfect. Well, again, Not Savannah, all. thank you so much for coming on. I mean, you know, I, I, I've been excited for this personally myself because I, I wanted to get like an update on your life and just see, you know, more in detail of like what's been going on and the amazing, cool adventures. And it's really exciting to see, you know, you doing amazing things. And I really love to just, you know, like for me, watch your adventures, obviously. And it's, it's really cool. No, thank you so much. No, it's been so awesome chatting with you and like reconnecting. We'll have to do it again off camera so I can hear about what's going on with you because it's been super nice. I love supporting this journey of yours. Um, and I wish you all the success with season two of Scott's Chats. Yeah, thanks so much. I appreciate it. And yeah, we'll we'll keep in touch and, and we'll, you know, and, and you're welcome back on the podcast anytime if you want to chat about something else or I don't know, just, I, I always say to guests, hey, you're welcome. Come on back. This, this season is just all about talking to, you know, people with inspiring stories and you certainly have an inspiring one. So thank you for sharing all of that. Love that. No, thank you.
Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Find out more about us at www.scatschats.com. Special thanks to NK Arts, who designed our logo, Daddy Lakis for writing and producing our theme song, Joe Papadenitz for branding photos, and our friend Abby for social media. Scatch, 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 scatch